Hello, Spartans. Just a reminder, this podcast is purely for entertainment purposes. Sit back, relax, and enjoy. It's spooky. No, that's... He looked scared, almost distraught. Do you know who my father is? As God is my witness, Daddy will sue. I looked over to my side, and my potatoes were gone. This is getting out of hand. Welcome, welcome, welcome everyone to the Spartan Shield Spooky Special with Marquis Sanchez Carmona and Priya Suresh. Now, Priya, the topic we're covering today, it it sends a chill down my spine. It's... A spook? Excuse me? A spook. It sends a spook down your I, spine. I don't think people say that. It's it, a spooky special. <laughs> it, it, it spooks down. It spooks you down. And it spooks down. Down yes, your spook. spooks the house down. Down. <laughs> okay. Of course, we're covering an exclusive deep dive into the Spartan Cafeteria Ghost, including data from an investigation never before made known to the public. This is an investigation so exclusive, even I don't know how it was conducted or how we got it. And you won't. Oh? Here, have a cookie. I brought some to share. Oh, thanks. All right, let's get into it, shall we? For our audience. Spartan Cafeteria Ghost was first reported on October 9th, 1973 through PV's original version of P3 Campus, which consisted of dialing the main office extension 266 on a banana-shaped rotary phone mounted on the western cafeteria wall. Two 266 calls were made throughout the month, but none of them made it to the main office until November 1st, where they all reached the office simultaneously. The office ladies had to pull up the month's lunch menu to know when one of the calls were originally made because the other one had concrete evidence for the dial date, so they could make a case to the phone repair guy. Little did they know, this was a problem that the phone repair guy would not be able to fix. That's correct. It's thought that the phone lines for extension 266 were manipulated by the cafeteria ghost, and we have mounds and mounds of evidence to prove that. For example, 2 and 6, coincidentally, are the numbers corresponding to the letters B and O, respectively making extension 266 spell out Boo. You can't deny the facts, Priya. Now one of these calls was made public years ago, and the other was thought to be lost when the phone repair guy accidentally smashed the receiver with a hammer. So the other phone call has never been heard. Until now. The Spartan Shield has acquired the original, long-lost recording of what is thought to be the first of the two phone calls. Listener discretion is advised as this recording may cause excessive spook. Hello? Is the deputy there? Somebody has stolen my pizza. Oh, I'm starving. It's dreadful. Please, somebody. Is the superintendent on call? I tried to get another piece, but they were all out. Oh, I bet I look positively sickly. I feel sick. I've had no food since 8 a.m. Hello? Do you know who my father is? As God is my witness, Daddy will sue. This is the tactic of the cafeteria ghost. It steals food. And it seems to prefer pizza above anything else. Now the second phone call is very well known. Yes, and it's the only call with an official date. Now the reason the second call can be dated and why it's been made public, you know, every March it's displayed for visitors at the Smithsonian, is because it's the only original recording we have of the PV Women's Lunch Riot of October 17, 
No man can ever take the pepperoni from our pizza and replace it with anchovies. We are women and we hate anchovies. The Shield now believes the perpetrator of the pepperoni incident, which caused one of the defining riots of second wave feminism, was a cafeteria ghost. And it shows a completely different side to the ghost. This time, it wasn't merely stealing food and eating it as you would expect, but it was deliberately messing with these women. Of course, the woman's point still stands. The cafeteria ghost is, according to legend, a man. As the legend says, Michael Haweli was a foreign exchange student from Toronto. Why he was on foreign exchange here from Canada, no one ever knew. On October 27th, 1973, he arrived at the cafeteria a little later than everyone else after having to stay in class to finish a test. When he got to the cleared out lunch line, every single box of pizza was gone. searched and searched, at one point screaming in agony. <coughs> Michael fell to the ground and cried for four days and four nights, stealing lunches to feed himself in the meantime. We know from an old engraving on the wall of the East bathroom that on the last day, Halloween night, Michael's eyes turned green, white, and red, the colors of the Italian flag. A yell was heard from outside the cafeteria, and when students ran to the scene, Michael had disappeared. Instead, lying in this place was a single piece of authentic Italian pepperoni pizza. Ever since then, any pizzas or other lunches that go missing or turn to anchovies during October is said to be the ghost of Michael's appetite. During times of extreme paranormality, it supposedly clears out the entire school's food supply. Now it is October of 2023, and the ghost is still at large. Yeah, 2023 is a special year, as Friday the 13th landed in October, which presents an entirely different layer of unprecedented paranormal activity. I mean, with these levels of spookicity, the ghost may have enough energy for possession. Korea, there was a possession. On Monday, October 16th, 2023, a student who was late to D-lunch was overtaken by Michael's ghost. I know. You know? Yeah, it's spooky. No, that's not- Priya, it's natural to be scared, but we are journalists. The Shield now welcomes our guest for the night. One of the students who claims their friend was overtaken by Michael's ghost, Junior Estelle Triver. Welcome to the show, Estelle. Yeah, thank you for having me. It's nice to see you doing better. Oh, I've been great. Now walk us through what happened on that day in the cafeteria. Did you notice anything weird about your friend that day before you started eating your food? Well, my friend, I saw him in the lunch line. He looked scared, almost distraught. 
Then I saw him leave the cafeteria and go to the hallway. He looked like he was crying. He didn't get a pizza. He never came back in the cafeteria, but the ghost did. And I think, no, I know it was him. I looked over to my side and my potatoes were gone. <laughs> I can't imagine what must have been going through his mind. I truly feel for the poor guy. Wait, you don't remember? Remember what? Estelle. Marheel, the possessed student, was you. You ate our food. Ah, you're messing with me. A classic spooky prank. A sprank, if you will. No, Marheel, it's true. You ate my food too. Okay, this is getting out of hand, and it's borderline disrespectful. No, we're just looking out for you. No, I'm a journalist and a chef. Estelle, give him a cookie, calm him down. What cookie? There's no cookies here, Priya. There were cookies on the table when we started the podcast, I swear. Well, did you eat them all? No, I... I didn't eat any at all, actually. Marheel? <laughs> <laughs>